are you? We, uh, fine. We once again did about 40 minutes of troubleshooting before we mm -hmm. actually started recording because that's our life now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it so much. Uh, hi. Welcome to the neurodi Neurodivergent Shit Show, where I can't say words and we can't get our lives together. Nope. I'm Nikki. And that's Amanda. Amanda. Mm -hmm. Say hi, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> Do the roar. Do the roar. <laughs> and uh, we are two neurodivergent best friends traveling the neurodivert. The neurodivert. Holy fuck, I can't. I'm so done. It's not I'm even so after done. 8 o'clock, so. I know. My brain is 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 mush today. Um, we're two neurodivergent best friends traveling the neuroverse together. Mm -hmm. Because we are, no, yes, we are living. <laughs> this is so bad. I can't deal. We're 42 episodes in and I still can't get this shit right. We're living in a neurotypical world and we are not neurotypical girls. <laughs> Welcome to the goddamn shit show. Uh, it's here. It's a smear it's not, it's in not my brain. Queer. It's, it's not queer. It's a smear in my brain because mm -hmm. I can't deal with shit today. Mm -hmm. You talk to these people because God help me, I can't. So talk to them. Uh, What's going I on can, today? I can try. I've read so many contracts today. Um, at least my day went by quickly, but I've read just contract after contract. Like I showed you the, the Excel spreadsheet and that was just mm -hmm. one VP out of five that I have to go you. through. Granted, she has the... Granted, the one I showed you has about half of the contracts that mm -hmm. that I deal with, but it's just a lot. I'm like, I'm, I just have to make it basically the next couple of weeks, um, because we're we have to have all our stuff ready by like the fifth or no, well, we have to have certain things ready by the fifth, but then we're actually getting audited the end of February, so I'm just just waiting till the end of till the end of February comes here. And then I feel like I can breathe after that. Gotcha. So that's that's been my day. Um, otherwise, I'm very tired and uh, haven't been sleeping well. So it is what it is. That's better. There we go. My camera must have been like fingerprinted up. I'm like, why do I look fuzzy? Mm. That's better. That's better. And you and you, I now I can see your you and your grandpa glasses. Mm -hmm, my grandpa glasses. My grandpa blue blockers. Because mm -hmm. um, that's that's what I do. I just washed my hair, so there's nothing going on with it right now. And I have no makeup on because it was my day off. My much-needed day off. I don't feel good. I think it's just burnout. Uh, still, or the tail end of... I've been feeling a little bit better, but I think I'm just on the tail end of this bullshit. So, so yeah. Um, we... Luckily, I <laughs> don't have all the talking to do today. It's Amanda's turn yep. for uh for a vulnerable episode. Uh it's it's story time again. We can only go one straight week with an actual topic, and I'm sorry for that, but uh it is what it is. But before we jump into Amanda's story time, let's get started with the fun. Because fuckery comes after story time. So mm -hmm. let's hit them with some fun. Thank God. I am not thinking of words today. <laughs> it's Amanda's turn. 
Uh, for those of you who don't know what's going on here, I'm sorry this is your first episode. God help you. There are many more just like this for you to listen to. Uh, 41 others to be exact. We are creeping up on a year, ma'am. Creeping mm-hmm. up. That uh, that elusive, ever elusive 50th up 50. Wow. <laughs> the mush mouth is so fucking bad. It's been so bad the last couple days. Yawn too. I haven't even been putting yawn counters in, so I don't know why I'm counting. Oh my god. So, yeah, we're rolling up on that 50th episode where we're going to do a neurodivergent meme review. So, I have a post that I need to get scheduled out, but I've made us a little post that says the meme shelf. And I want, it's basically going to be a thread on Facebook. You may add your memes to that thread. Mm Mm-hmm. That way, so it's be like a pinned post. Yeah, like a pinned post. It's the meme shelf. I need you to fill our meme shelf. Okay, we'll talk more about that later. But uh, we're rolling up on fifty episodes. I know it seems like it's really far away, but it's really not. We've got yeah, what two months? Yeah, not yeah, two months almost exactly till we are there, um, and then two weeks after that, we're on our one year episode. So. That's Star Wars Day. It's always that's how it's, yes. it's easy to remember. It's Star Wars Day because it's Star Wars Day. May the Fourth be with you always. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's what's going on here. We're we're getting in there, but I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Every time we get on this fucking camera, you'd think we'd figured it out by now. No. no. But anyway, no. let's do the fun. We start every episode. That was a long way of saying we start every episode. <laughs> We, we, there's, no, there's no there's no short-wittedness for us okay oh we god no especially like, for me yeah we start every episode with you need a, you need a roadmap you need a roadmap when it comes to our conversations so for sure for sure just you know follow the dopamine with us it's fine let's do a mad lib okay i don't have to think of words nope my phone needs to stop buzzing at me uh because i do not have the spoons for distractedness today uh amanda Mm-hmm. I need from you, ma'am, a noun, please. Conjecture. Oh. Okay. Uh, plural noun, please. No, did just I kidding. Miss- Adjective. Sorry, I skipped one. Did I miss one? Adjective. Uh, springy. Oh, oh, strange. Okay. Uh, now plural noun. Trash piles. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay, okay. Uh that looks like pills, not piles. I can't spell. Uh verb past tense, please. Post haste. Post haste. Uh mooned. <laughs> okay. Uh another plural noun. Yeah, there's like a fucking lot of plural nouns and adjectives yeah. in this one. Uh walnuts. Okay. I just, I heard, like, I heard a thing of Scottish person saying, you fucking walnut, and it just made me laugh. It's <laughs> cute. I like it. <laughs> Adjective. Uh, monstrous. Okay. I don't think we've used that one yet. That's awesome. Monstrosity. Okay, noun. Uh, stupidity. Mm-hmm. We love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, a place. Mount Everest. Okay. Uh, verb, past tense, yet again. Persevered. Perser. 
I think that's right. Okay. Uh, plural noun. Again. It's it's a longer one. Uh, roasty toasty princesses. Oh my god. <laughs> I said that on my live at work yesterday. Oh yeah? Yesterday? <laughs> roasty I sure toasty did. princess. I love that. I, I thought of it because earlier I had turned my space heater on at work and my boss came in and sat down and she goes... It's really roasty toasty in here. Mm -hmm. I just immediately thought roasty toasty roasty toasty princess roasty toasty princess. Bonus mm. points if you know what movie that's from. My God, I'm gonna chuck this phone because I'm tired of hearing it buzz. Okay, <laughs> um, a place. The Earth's core. Oh, I went all the way up, and I gotta go all the way in. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I'm laughing at things now that are not even said out loud. They're implied. We've <laughs> we've descended too early in this episode. Okay, verb ending in ing. Uh, had to do it. <sighs> Fucking. Of course you did. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that belongs there. Uh, adjective, please. Gratuitous. Oh. I think it's one of those I really had to like Strange. spell out. I'm like, and yeah, I've been I, in Google I'm sure it's it. wrong, but it's fine. Uh, occupation. Professional body painter. I would love that job. I don't know. It depends on like, do I have to go in the ass crack and stuff? Like, what are we sometimes. doing here? Yeah, I don't know. You got to make it blend, girl. You got to it. Sometimes they got to look like they ain't even got one of them ass cracks. So you got to make mm -hmm. it blend. Um, adjective uh shell shocked oh wow can't spell and another adjective uh fergalicious <laughs> i love that fergalicious it's hot hot fergalicious they want a taste of what i got yep uh-huh we're there last and finally the last plural noun, please. Fanny packs. Fanny packs. I gotta light our candles. I forgot it. Hello, lighter. Hello. Hello. My household is incredibly quiet. Hello. Um, you said fanny packs. Packs. You know what's funny to me? Mm -hmm. Something I've thought about quite a bit. How in America, the word fanny. God's butt means butt, but a fanny in the, the UK. UK means <laughs> your, your your pussy, right? Mm -hmm. So, but you think we'd have figured it out because the fanny pack that the Americans love so much is not worn over your butt. So it can be. It can be. Did he, did he hear you, your explanation? <laughs> he just choked on his water. <laughs> Sorry, heavily distracted, and I just heard from the other one. <laughs> <laughs> but you would think we'd, like, figured that out because we don't wear that over our butts. <laughs> we wear it over the front. 
Mm -hmm. So what we call what we call a fupa is really a fanny. So like, I don't understand. He's dying. He's dying in the other room. How does he not pay attention to anything I fucking say or do in here? Ninety eight percent of the fucking time but when i bring up a fanny pack his ears fucking perk up i don't understand mm -hmm. this selective hearing all. very Quit selective choking on shit you're distracting me sorry. you're not sorry you're doing it on purpose at this point that's a fake fucking choking sound knock it off shut up i love you <laughs> okay let's read a mad lib after that large divergence from topic all right here we go Although Ash, I'm sorry, what's the fucking title, Nicole? Some of Ash's friends. That's the title. All right, here we go, everybody. Although Ash started his conjecture alone, he has made many springy friends along the way. <laughs> One of his first trash piles was Misty. Tracks. <laughs> She's so annoying. Oh, shit. Okay. Ash mooned her after his first after his Pikachu damaged her bike. <laughs> that actually fits so well. <laughs> Sorry, my Pikachu managed damaged your bike. Here's my ass. <laughs> Let me show you my ass. Um, <laughs> but then they became best friends. The best of walnuts. No, 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 no. I can't read. Hold on. Try again. Okay. Ash mooned her after his Pikachu damaged her bike, but then they became the best of walnuts. There we go. That's the sentence. She is the gym leader of the monstrous Cerulean gym and specializes in stupidity type Pokemon. <laughs> Ash met Brock after they battled in the Mount, oh no, in Mount Everest. They persevered together for many roasty toasty princesses through <laughs> Kanto, Jonto, and all the way to the Earth's core until fucking ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Why does that make so much sense? Oh Jesus. Oh, my kidneys hurt. Okay. Brock's gratuitous Pokemon was Onyx, and Brock wanted to be a Pokemon professional body painter. More <laughs> recently, Ash has teamed up with Clement, genius of electric-type Pokemon, and the sh oh shit, I'm dropping earbuds, and the shell-shocked Serena. Just look at her fergalicious hat. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. No matter what, one thing's for sure, Ash would have never gotten this far without his fanny packs. <laughs> I mean, those backpacks hold a lot, the yeah, ones that he has. Do. They're like Mary Poppins backpacks, man. It's amazing how many and fucking even, Pokeballs yeah. and shit you can keep in there. Yeah, even in like the later games from what I've seen on YouTube, it's just like they even have like compartments. Like, this part is for the Pokeballs. Mm -hmm. This part is for other stuff. I'm like, I have 117 potions in this one. Right. And like 70 million elixirs and like oh 47 Pokeballs. But I, I guess. Okay. Oh, shit. We are almost done. Like, literally almost done with this. I think there's only like five or six left. Let me see. I'm curious. We have one, two three four four we have four left in this book 
Oh boy. Why did this go so fast, but the 90s one didn't? Was it bigger? I don't think so. I think they're the same size. Mm hmm. Okay, well, strange, but it's the truth. Okay. So, That's I'm all off I'm the fucking say hook about now. That. It's your turn. Your turn to talk. Okay. Um, you need to explain. Explain what we're talking about today and why you want to talk about it, ma'am. Okay. So, basically, I, I messaged Nikki. Probably it was Sunday. And so, I forgot what I said. Basically, like, kind of like the gist of what happened for to me on Sunday. So, and the whole, like, maybe if I wasn't autistic, this wouldn't have happened. Like, maybe I wouldn't have done this to where it wouldn't have happened. So, let me, let me preface this by saying, um, like, what I did wasn't, like, yes, maybe I shouldn't have done it. But the response by this person was so over the top. Like, I even mess like, when I even, like, Scott came over last night, and I explained to him what had happened, and I, and Scott's one of those, like, people, he's very pragmatic, and he, I, when I told him, I said, I'm kind of worried, like, t to tell you the story, because you're the type of person, which is not a bad thing, he's the type of person to see it from all sides, mm -hmm. and so, my, I'm thinking, okay, will he even see it? Like, he'll see it from my side, but then will right. he be like, well, you should, yeah, maybe, like, maybe they shouldn't have reacted to that, but, but yeah, maybe you should have done that. Like, they kind of, like, mm -hmm. not, like, behind right. me, like, 100%, like, I needed. So, mm -hmm. it, it today is Thursday, so this happened Sunday. I, and I told, I told Nikki on Sunday, I said, you had your uh crying episode is my yeah. turn i i don't i don't think i'll cry anymore i've i've my my eyes hurt so much because i've cried from like sunday through wednesday not non-stop just a lot like i even like kept my door closed at work um so then like if i cried no one would just like see well anyway so just had a this is what happened so i was on um my a friend group we had uh we were playing D D. And we were doing it at one of their houses. Let's call him, let's call him A. We were doing it at A's house. And so they, uh, the friend that started the group, let's call him J, he um, had gotten these tokens, bought these tokens that are supposed to like represent your character, like our characters, like a, it says like bard, ranger, and like different, different mm -hmm. uh, monsters. Like it's just tokens that represent different things so we can put them on the, on the map whatever to see to like signify what they are and so he had bought them and he what he thought left them at a's house because we were having an ace house so it doesn't make sense for him to keep lugging them back and forth so it had been a while since we had done this because in the meantime um a and his wife had a baby so it'd been a few months since we last met up and so they couldn't remember where those tokens are and i said Oh, I think maybe I remember you putting something in this drawer, like a drawer that they have right when you enter their house. Like you literally enter their house and on the left is like a wall, like with a closet. And right by that closet is like one of those long tables that you just put like a random plant or a lamp on or mm -hmm. something. And it has two drawers. And then they're like, no, I don't think it'd be in there. I was like, okay, but I don't think they went to go check like he went to go look in his back room but i just hit my head was thinking man i could have sworn they put him in there like i remember him putting something in that room like in that drawer 
but I couldn't remember exactly what. Now, my autistic ass could not stop like thinking. Like I thought about it the entire time. Like I didn't like you do anything about it. Like I just thought about it. Well, anyway, the the night ends, and like I and mind you, I've been to this person's house multiple times, and we've hung out outside of like I mean, we've hung out within our friend group outside of his house as well a couple times. Zero issues, no problems whatsoever. So I, at the end of the night, we're all packing up and then we're just kind of like standing around. Um, sorry if you're being distracted. I'm pulling up the, the screenshot of the conversation. So we're all standing around in their kitchen. It's like an open concept. So they're standing like next to their island and then opens up to the living room and literally 10 feet away is that drawer. So I literally just kind of go up. I walk away from the group in full view of five other people. I open the drawer. I close the drawer. I open the drawer next to it. I open it. I close it. I don't pick anything up out of the drawer. I don't rifle anything through the drawer. Literally, my, my hand does not go in the drawer at all. I just look at it. Look at, like, see, oh, the token's not in there. I close it. I go back to join the group. Yeah. No, nothing said. Nothing. So, next morning, I get a text saying, Hey, Amanda, I saw you looking through our drawers last night. That was such an invasion of privacy that you are no longer invited over to our house. I'm sure you didn't mean anything by it, but that still doesn't make it okay. I hope you understand. And this is, like, like the following, like, three days, I went through, like, the five stages of grief, and, like, the first one is denial, so I was like... Wait, are you serious? I was just trying to find the tokens. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean anything by it. I said, please don't let me not be a part of the group anymore. I didn't mean any harm. And he said, I understand that. And like I said, I'm sure you didn't mean anything. I, you didn't mean it wrong. But that was such an overstep and violation of our house. We don't feel like we can trust you over anymore. So, like, like I said, I understand. And people were like, well, you should have looked through the drawer. That's not your house. I understand that. I, I do. I, I completely 100% understand that. It's more the fact of, like, and I brought this up to Nikki and, like, other friends, like, every single person of, like, I've talked to about this, like, even without saying, like, what it's about, I said, what would you do if someone in your house that you knew, that's been to your house multiple times, opened a drawer in full view of you that's in your living room, entry, whatever, basically in the communal area of your house? Yeah. What would you do? Not a single one of them said I would ban them from my house and say they completely broke my trust and violated my privacy. Right. Because because in my mind, like, I, I'm thinking, like, okay, so I'm putting myself in his shoes. Okay, so if I told someone, no, though that won't be in the drawer. Like, I have an end table in my, in my living room. And so if I was saying, oh, I don't know, I don't think it would be in that drawer. And then they later go and open the drawer in full view of me, I would be like, oh, hey, what you doing? And they'd be like, oh, I'm just looking for the tokens or whatever it is. I'm just seeing if they're in here. I'm like, oh, well, no, I didn't think they would be. That's right. it. End of story. <laughs> End of right. story. Like, right. uh, I'm like, am I, and I'm like, just hypothetical, like, am I wrong here? Like, I don't understand. Like, may maybe I'm just not getting it. Like, yeah. I understand, like I said, understand. Shouldn't have from the drawer. But it's also like, now I am like, kicked out of this group basically because we can't really do these these sessions anywhere else right it, his his he has the best house for it and he they just had a baby so it's best that they just have it at their house so they have the mm -hmm. baby and so 
I and so I message Jay, my friend, and I'm like, hey, like you know, to see and this like I said, I, I've known Jay a lot longer and like he's the one that we you know ever introduced everyone like we have a group of five people they're basically all our common denominator is this guy, so I message him after I get that text and I said. I'm sure you already know, but apparently I'm not allowed at A's house anymore, so I guess we won't be doing D&D. I was looking for the tokens, and he said it was an invasion of privacy, so he no longer trusts me to be in his house. I'm trying to convince him I didn't mean anything by it, that I wasn't trying to be malicious. Um, he go And he said, well, we didn't see anything, so I can't really say about it, so that is really between you and him. So yeah, I don't know. And I'm thinking, and so this is where, like, it started to morph from, like, depression, because I, like, was crying, like, full-on crying at this point. Like, so it started morphing into, once I thought about more and more, into anger. Because I'm thinking, and like you said, how you always kind of feel like you're, like, the outsider of, like, a group or whatever. For me, it's the same thing. It's like, and I, this is why I explained to Scott yesterday, um, just in general. Like, not necessarily with you and him, but just in general of, like, my whole life. Like, I always felt like I am, and I even told this to Jay, I said, I feel like I'm the odd one out. I was the lowest on the totem pole of this friend group. And also, it's like, and I told you on, my, on our phone call, if this would have happened, like, if anyone else in this group did what I did, that would not be the reaction that they got. Right. They might, like I said, I understand, like, if you were annoyed. I'd be annoyed if, like, I mean, like I said, I'd be kind of like, hey, what are you doing? Nope, not in there. Okay, bye. And then so, went and banned that person. So my thought process is, okay, so you're not even, obviously you knew, to me it reads as, you knew that this happened. Like, cause he said, yeah, I didn't see anything. So it seems like he already knew what I was talking about, meaning right. either A, messaged him that night after we all left, cause we all at the same time, uh, after we left and he messaged him right then, or he messaged me and then he messaged Jay, mm-hmm. um, and so, like, and I didn't see the, I didn't see the text, like, for several hours, because he sent it, like, early in the morning. Um, and so, my thing is, okay, so did you even try, like, did you even try to defend me or say, you know, maybe rethink that, like, you know, I, she didn't mean anything by it, like, whatever, because even A, like, in the, in the later text was like, no, there's no redo, because I, I, like I said, I got to the bargaining thing, I'm like, he's like, there's no redo. I'm thinking, well, you're not a very forgiving fucking person, then. Right. Like, you're acting like I'm some psychotic criminal. Like, like I said, it'd be different if, one, I did it when they were all in the other room that they couldn't see me, and he walked in to me doing it. Right. That'd be different. I wasn't in the other room. I was in the same room where all five people had full view of me if they wanted to. Right. Uh, Ten feet away in an open concept space. And... I didn't go through their bedroom. Like, I even used their bathroom. Like, are you worried? Like, did you did you take inventory of the soap? Are you worried that I take... Are you, um, Did you make sure I didn't take your soap? Did you make sure right. I didn't rifle through your medicine cabinet? Like, might want to check because apparently I'm this untrustworthy criminal. Right. That you... I invaded your space when I'm like, I'm in your house. I don't... And, like, and so, like, as I explained to Scott, he goes... Which, granted, Scott and I have been friends, you know, for... 20 years at this point so it's just and he goes he's like i'm just thinking of all the times like because he has a drawer like a table next to his 
entry like in his entryway that has like mm -hmm. pencils pens whatever just random odds and ends and i look in there if i want to get a pencil or a pen or something he goes i just think all the times you open that drawer to go looking for something and and i'll be like oh hey what you looking for oh i'm looking for a pencil oh yeah we moved the pencils over here that's the end of the fucking story right right like 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 uh, it's not like it's, you're trying to be nosy or some shit it's you're you were literally looking for something you used to play the game yeah in and so be full like you said full view of everybody and it's i'm not, not like they like, caught you snooping through their fucking underwear drawer or something yeah that's that's what baffles me and so it got to the anger part because so i just preemptively to basically save my own feelings i deleted all of them from my phone like all the like I, the group chat that we had for the dnd group um all their numbers um and then i removed whoever i had on facebook i removed and so i feel bad at one point because it's like there was a guy who super nice he like but i'm also thinking okay granted he didn't know me enough to where i feel like i i don't i don't feel like he's obligated to defend me but i'm also like okay is he going to if if he knows by now did he even question it right. like am i since this is what i got with scott yesterday i'm like i just feel like i'm so insignificant to people like i feel like people's my relationship with people matter more to me than their relationship with me matter to them. Like, right. I feel like in a relationship, like, basically, if I were to just disappear, and I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying, like, for you and Scott. I'm saying for just anyone else in my life, like, acquaintances, coworkers, friends, that I consider friends or whatever, that I can, not necessarily close to it, you know what I mean? If yeah. I were to just disappear, like, how badly would that affect them? I don't mean in, like, well, I'm just gonna make sure just to test them. No. It just, how, how, I'm trying to phrase this right it's just it's kind of like i feel like if i if if me and someone else got into a fight i'm always the first one to apologize because it's like yeah. i just want to get it done and over with and i feel like if i don't apologize they're never going to apologize like they're never going to be the first one like I, usually when i have a fight with someone i am always the first one to like reach out i rarely have the other person reach out and apologize first or because it's like if as if i just if i disappear from like their life for that brief moment it's like they moved on so quickly that I didn't even, I was just a blip on the radar. Right. So I, it turned to anger because I'm thinking, okay, did he even, the J even, like I said, even defend me, even say, well, maybe just, you know, like I said, rethink that, you know, just reconsider or she didn't mean anything by it. And right. she's not like, she's really not someone that you couldn't trust in your house. Yeah. She was probably, she might've went about it in a way that made you feel uncomfortable and she would apologize for that, but she wasn't, she genuinely meant no harm by what she was doing. Like she's yeah. not an untrustworthy person. And it does seem like either he tried and it didn't go anywhere and just didn't relay that to you or he didn't bother. And that's yeah. shitty either way. Cause, cause Scott brought the point. He goes, yeah, even if like, he's like, if I was him, cause Scott knows Jay, he goes, if I was him, I would have been like, yeah, I tried talking him down and it didn't work. Like, even if that's a lie, that would make me mm -hmm. feel better. Like, yeah, like, but no, it's like, well, that's really between you and him. Right. Like, work it out. It's like, okay, I get that. I get that because that's his house and that's his right to ban whoever he wants from it. But it's also like, that means I'm completely out of the group because I don't hang out with Jay outside of a friend group because we originally, like, we met, you know, and we he's he's married and i'm not into married guys or anything like that i'm not into him like that but it's more like 
I only hang out with him with other people. And the group we had originally, one moved to Pennsylvania and one just got busy with work and kids and all that. And so we didn't have that girl anymore. So he met this other guy and started hanging out with him and everything. And so now we just, every, every time we did like a activity, we just did as a group with this guy and his wife, including being at Jay's house. And so now I really can never be a part of any activity, any group activity with them because I never am able to really hang out with Jay by ourselves, which I don't really want to because just reasons. And so it's like, it'd just be so fucking awkward. Like, yeah. At this point, even if they said, even if A text me, which I he, they never will, but even like even if they text me and are like, "Oh yeah, we thought about it," you know, you know, blah blah, maybe we we'll just give you another another chance. I can never go back to that fucking house. No, like every time I left the room, I'd be worried that like I'd be interrogated or something. Right. And so, because now they obviously think so ill of me. That you're willing to ban me from your house because I looked in a drawer in full view of you. Um, that I obviously am a terrible person in your eyes. Right. So the whole anger thing is like, okay, you guys never even considered what this does to me, how this made me feel, how anything. And then to like, so as soon as I got home, I threw away my character sheets. I, like I said, deleted them all, all on my phone. I off of Facebook because I didn't want to go on Facebook one day and just see that they removed me from Yeah. So basically just preemptively saving my feelings. And so, and so I, like I said, threw away care sheet, threw away the notes from the notebook from our sessions, all that. And I, I found that I had like these like little loot cards. You get these, um, when you play D&D, you get like, if you, quest or chest or whatever you get these little cards that signify things and so i had four of them i think and so i sent them to um jay and i know he got them but he has yet to say anything and i know he won't because he is very passive which is fine like he's just a passive person but the whole like hey i got your cards or oh thanks for turning the cards to me but like just the whole that would not even register like oh she returned the cards that means she's never out of the friend like she's out completely out of the friend group and so to me it's like does that even matter to you i feel like i don't matter enough like i i see value myself but it's and like i'm questioning like my value to other people because obviously yeah. like if i like they go to their next D session they're just gonna act like nothing like i never existed right. so that's what like hurt a lot and that's like what mainly really start getting the whole flipping between depression and anger because they're just going to completely move on as if I didn't exist, as if I don't matter. And so it's the whole, and it's also like the whole RSD thing. Like I feel rejection so much more deeply than most people. And I just don't think they understand that. And I, I don't know if if they would even care if they did. So if they knew how much it hurt me, to basically be kicked out of a friend group and basically lose this group of friends and basically lose an activity that I like doing. And so that's what pissed me off so much. But then, like I, like I told you, would have this this have happened if I had a neurotypical brain? Like I could have, like if I, I feel like if I 
wasn't autistic, I could have let it go. I could have been like, okay, yeah. they're not in the drawer. And yes, you can be like, well, I mean, you can do that. Like, non-autistic people would maybe some non-autistic people would check the drawer, or some autistic people wouldn't check the drawer. Whatever. But I'm just saying, I feel like there's something that if something to say that if I wasn't like this, it would have been easier to let it go and yeah. just move on and not look in the drawer this mighty drawer that they apparently keep all their secrets in like social security <laughs> cards and treasure and sex toys i don't know and they just yeah. keep it all in their drawer you know, this front entryway drawer drawer so that's what really got to me like every to like literally every time i thought about either having a conversation or the ramifications of it like i cry like my eyes hurt so much from crying and that's I'm just kind of numb at this point. So right now I'm like, I'm like moving into like 60% acceptance and it's still like 30% anger and then 10% yeah. depression. Cause it's, I'm still like the fact of no one's reached out to me. No one's like just nothing. And so it's like, I, that's how little I matter. And that's how like, and I, like I said, that's how I felt my entire life with a lot of relationships, like friendships, whatever. I feel like, I, if I mess up in the slightest, like, I lose friendships, whereas I'm a, I'm a pretty forgiving person when it comes to people treating me like shit, and so, um, I feel like, and I told Scott, I was like, I feel like if I ever got in a abusive relationship, I would be the person that stays, because it's like, well, I can't get anywhere else, so, yeah. and so that's, that that's, that's, sad. yeah, so it's like, I don't know if that, that would ever be the case, but, because I don't have that experience, but. I'm just thinking, like, I I feel like most of my relationships are me 90% give and 10% receive. That mm -hmm. I give a lot more thought and emotion and value to relationships that people give to me. And that's what, like, really hurts. Um, and so that's when I told Scott, I said, that's what mainly really think about. It's like, okay... Well, I, I'm a lot better now, like, in a, in a better place than, now than I am, like, than I was, like, two years ago. So, I'm not, like, and also I'm medicated, so that kind of helps, like, I'm not completely yeah. falling off the deep end. Like, the fact that I got my crying session over in three days is a miracle in a fucking self. Like, I got, right. like, like, where I'm, like, 60% okay with it after this is the fourth day. Yeah. I'm still angry about it, but it's, like, I'm not in a pit of despair. Right. Um, so that's that's just what that's just what got me about that whole situation. It's just see like apparently I didn't matter enough to even put forth an effort to try to keep me in the group. So that's what just really rustled my feathers. I'm sorry. It's okay. Like I said, I, I, I told like I told I told Nikki that I was like, this might be my crying episode, but I've cried out. Like, yeah. I can't cry anymore. My eyes literally are sore from crying. Yeah. So I'm just, uh, you, won't, you won't catch me crying on camera today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is probably a very prevalent um, experience in the autistic community. I know I've had similar experiences to this, um, especially for undiagnosed autistic people or late diagnosed autistic people where they can look back on their life and see the times where they've maybe given more than they should have to a friendship or a intimate relationship and it didn't end well for them and it ended with a large 
you know, realization that that person just didn't give a shit about you like you cared about them. And I don't want to talk about it too much on here, but like I shared my experience with my other friend of 20 years, been friends just a little bit longer than you and I have. I that person was going through a very rough patch in their life and I was dealing with a lot of my own things and I felt like there were several instances where when I tried to reach out about the things that were going on in their life that they were not in a space to talk about those things so I quit pressing and that was construed as me backing off and not wanting to be a part of their life because there's like and a then, fine line between yeah. I want to support you, I don't want to be there for you, but I also don't want to push you. Right. And that's what I tried to explain because every, I felt like every time I would try to ask about the situations that were going on, it was met with a, or, you know, we'll talk about it another time. I don't have any, you know, I don't have any energy left to talk about it. I'm, I'm too tired to talk about it or it's, you know, not the right time or, you know, I'd offered to try to come up and see that person and it was oh we'll try to get together you know that particular instance was like four months from now and i'm like okay like mm -hmm. it, there's so many things that were weird to me that contributed to me i don't want to say backing off but that's i guess they're right in that sense i did back off a little bit because i felt like every time i would inquire i would get shut down so at some point you're going to stop inquiring right um mm -hmm. i feel like that's only normal and it wasn't a stop inquiring out of spite. It was me trying to honor what they were asking me and not mm -hmm. push, right? When they're telling me, please, not now, right? What am I going to do? Crawl up their ass and be like, no, tell me anyway. Like, yeah. I'm trying to respect your boundary at this point that you're very clearly placing. And that turned into me being you know, an absent friend and them ending our friendship because of it. And it, I don't, I still don't think that's like fully processed for me. It has mm -hmm. a little bit, but like, I, I know it hasn't fully because I haven't like had a cry session about it yet. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's just like denial or, or what, but I, can relate in a sense of being a feeling like you aren't you aren't as cherished or as thought of or as accepted or welcomed or cared for by your friends as it's not the same level of care that you give them it's not the same right. level of investment that you give to them and it always seems to become apparent in situations like this where there is distance or there's some sort of misunderstanding and instead of it being discussed and worked through it's used as an opportunity to end the friendship and right. it, it almost is like it's an excuse to do something that they've been wanting to do for a really long time and this particular event just gave them the opportunity to do it anyway and then, you know I mean? and then then you're going through all the 
scenarios of like uh -huh. well, what what led to this and like you're just all of the how could it have brain. been my fault yep mm -hmm. yeah yeah instead of what's wrong with that person that they did this to me it's what did i do to deserve this and then you literally replay every single interaction you can possibly recall with that person and analyze and dissect yourself and how you behaved and what you said and maybe i could have said this differently and maybe that's why they're upset well maybe i can reach out and explain myself about that situation and da -da -da -da. and it's like the reality is most people don't just drop you on a whim right most people don't especially not in my situation like you don't just end a 20 plus year friendship like basically you just that person like, would have would have had to check out a, while a long ago. time ago right because mm -hmm. when i say 20 year friendship i mean like like this person was like a sibling to me so like like you and i like we're we knew everything about each other's lives watched one of their children be born so like there's a genuine bond or so i thought there was a genuine bond there and i obviously that's not the case because when i offered to try to hear that person out and apologized for whatever i did to make them feel like they couldn't you know trust me anymore and couldn't be friends with me anymore and i offered to hear them out it was met with no thanks essentially mm -hmm. i'm good without you don't need you right so it's not um it's not the best feeling in the fucking world to be just dismissed like dropped like dropped and the dismissed. it's yeah. like i said it's the whole it's the whole like if i don't talk to someone for a while I am even if we're, we didn't fight or anything if I I feel like I rarely have other people reach out to me as if basically it's like okay how often do other people think about me how often right. do I come up in a conversation like fondly whatever or like oh I need to reach out to Amanda um or I'm thinking about Amanda so I'm gonna reach out to her like I mean it has happened I'm not saying it never happens I'm just saying I feel like it doesn't happen in the in the number of times like I do it for other people in the right. amount of times that I reach out to that person that every time I fight with someone I'm always the one apologizing even if I don't feel like I'm in the wrong I feel like I have to smooth things over because it's like I feel like I can't lose this friendship or this relationship or whatever and so I feel like I have to make things right because if I don't nothing will get done nothing yeah. will happen because it's like they will just move on as if i didn't matter as if i didn't have enough value in their life right. to warrant trying to fix it and so like like you said like that's what really like this whole like thing clarity it's like okay well obviously i wasn't worth the effort to keep as a friend so yeah. i didn't hold much value um and so and like I, I because i didn't want scott to think i went out the deep end and like about a depression it's like no i still think like i still hold value myself this isn't like right. um like i'm like i think but it's more like how other people see me why right. why don't these people care about me the way i care about them i don't understand yeah. like that like I, i'm saying like a lot i'm sorry but okay. i'm trying to stop but it's just what have I 
like what and it's also like what am I doing wrong like what am I it's like I know I'm fucking awkward because one of the things I brought up is just like one of these people in this group I know didn't care for me like they tolerated me I could tell they were civil but like in LA they never really liked me and I even looked at their Facebook and they added everyone else in our friend group even people that they were met once and I know that because I was there so they they added everyone else in our friend group as friends like 13 like 10 12 13 mutual friends and then when I tried adding them as a friend it was no thank you it was no thank you I don't want to be friends with you on Facebook and I know it's juvenile like I'm in my fucking 30s I shouldn't care who wants to be my friend on Facebook but it's more like the whole okay what did I do right to make it to where you are willing, especially you are willing to be friends with someone who I know at one point you felt threatened by based on your reaction to this person that I saw firsthand. You're willing to be friends with them on Facebook where I am nothing but nice to you. I just say all these nice things to you and I try to, you know, try. I'm not saying we have to be Betty buddies, but the whole I don't understand why, like, what's wrong with me to where like what did I do wrong that yeah. sort of thing so it's like what did I do to make it to where I wasn't worthy of being your friend but all these other right. people who one of who I know you didn't care for you added them on Facebook or you added someone on Facebook that you met one time so yeah. and have never I haven't seen in two years um so that's that's what like baffles me the whole and even, even Scott said, even Scott said, he goes, this is all very high school. Not as like a bash to me. He he just right. means to them. He goes, he goes, how can, he goes, I'm so fucking sorry that happened. How I don't understand how someone could do that. Like, he's yeah. like, I couldn't imagine. He goes, you didn't go into, like you said, didn't go into their bedroom, didn't sneak off. And like, while everyone else is out of the room. He goes, yeah. I don't understand. He's like, that's such an extreme overreaction. And he goes, he's like, of course I don't see it from their side. I'm like, okay, yeah. thank God. I was like, I was like, I was so worried. I was like, because he's like, well, I, I do see things from like, before I told him the story. He's like, well, I do yeah. see things from all sides. I'm like, I understand that. And that's where I'm worried about. <laughs> I need, I need comfort. I don't yeah. need pragmatic Scott. I need <laughs> my friend is crying and I need to comfort her, Scott. Yeah. Uh, basically the whole, basically the whole and and Perkins and Chris Traeger, like yes. her venting to him, he going, that sucks. And yeah. and instead of giving a giving a solution, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. I think that's what like I was at my mom's house when I got this um got this text. And my mom, bless her, I love her, but some of her solutions for things are not the best. Um, because she's like, well, why don't you call him? Why would I call him? So he knows yeah. how how um how upset you are. Do I do you think I don't have any dignity that I'm gonna right. call someone crying after they ban me from their house? Right. No, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna do that. She's like, well, like it might, it might change his mind. Well, obviously not because he told me that there's no redo. He obviously has right. no forgiveness in his heart, so that's not gonna work. And so right. I'm not gonna call. I'm not gonna lower myself, crawling on my belly to this person, to beg them to let me back into their house. No. No. Like. Like, I might not have the highest self-esteem, but even I am not willing to do that. Right. Okay? So, 
And so like literally everyone I like told, like I talked to you, like Tyler and Mark at the same time. And then uh, Tyler was more like, he's like, well, I'd be really annoyed. I said, but would you ban them from your house? He goes, no. I was like, okay, yeah. that's my point. I understand being annoyed. Um, and, and just like, so everyone I've, I've told have been like, that's fucking weird. Like, yeah, that's why I said I think they were looking for an excuse already. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they were looking for a reason or an excuse of some kind to remove you from the group. Mm -hmm. And this was their chance, right? Right. Because it is an extreme reaction to a rather benign thing, right? Right. Like Tyler said, maybe they were, maybe someone would be incredibly annoyed. Like, what the fuck is this girl doing going through our shit? But, like, it's extreme to be banned from someone's home for really much other than like verbal abuse destruction of property physical abuse do you know what i mean like yeah general disdain of the human do you know what i mean like it's a, it's a pretty big deal to be banned from someone's home so like you're talking like borderline criminal behavior right so mm -hmm. like i just don't i don't I don't get it other than this was an opportunity to remove you. And I'm sorry that that's like the conclusion, but mm -hmm. I really do think that they've probably been waiting for an opportunity and that's shitty. It's shitty, mm -hmm. but I just don't see any other reason why they would have chose to go about it this way. Mm -hmm. They woke that. up and chose violence. Woke up and Correct. chose violence. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I just think in those scenarios, unfortunately we learn a very shitty lesson to learn which is we did not properly pick our people right yeah not that we would have seen not that you could have seen that coming right i couldn't have seen this shit with my situation coming although i was a little uh concerned uh, but i didn't see it literally ending a 20 plus year friendship mm -hmm. um I, it's just one of those things where at the end of the day, if those people want to remove you from their lives, you should let them, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's why like I said, like, like, even if, even if they're like, even if Jay was like, oh, we're having a get together at my house. I'm like, okay, well, are the people, are these people going to be there? Well, yeah. Okay. I'm not going. Like, yeah. no, sorry. I'm not going because that's just too fucking awkward. Because obviously, like I said, I can't, they don't trust me to be around them. So right. why would I want to hang out with them? Like that's exactly. like actively going to hang out with people that hate you. Yeah. So I, Stupid. Like, so and I fact, can have, yeah. I can have like, I, I can room, I can let you remove yourself from my life and not have, you know, contact with you and still wish you well. But like, we don't got to hang out. We don't got to pretend to like each other. If, if this is what it is, then this is what it is. Like, we're done. If we're done, we're done. If you've said no, then it's no. Like, you don't get to say no and then be like, oh, but you can do this, that, and the other thing. Mm -mm. If we're done, we're done, right? Like, yeah. it, we're not doing that. And it does kind of make you look desperate to show up somewhere where these people are. It makes you look like you have no self-esteem and no self-worth. And that's not who you are as a person. So maybe it's just a no right it's just yeah. a no for me it's a no for me thank you mm -hmm. <laughs> it's okay like 
what is that? Is that American? No, it's not American Idol. It's um, is it X Factor? Where yeah. they like it's a no. That's for a no me, for I'm me, sorry. dog. So it's a no yeah. for me, dog. It's a no for me, dog. Yeah. So like, it's really like one of those things where when it's like the epitome of people. If when people show you who you are, who they are, believe them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when someone shows you who they are, believe them. So it's. I feel like those were not your people, and even though it's painful and it's like rightfully so right like rightfully so it's a painful situation there's something that being removed from your life freed up time for something else to come in that is worth your time do you know what Mm -hmm. i mean what that is right now we don't know um but obviously this was not meant to be something that you continued to spend your time on because these people clearly has have no um they have no care for you they have no respect for you and or you don't need to grace, waste your time like, or even grace even, like yeah you don't need to waste your time in the presence of people who do not have anything but love for you do you know what i mean or a bare minimum fucking respect for you right. and especially back on that word grace it's like I felt in my situation, it's like, well, you're allowed to back off, right? And And ghost, basically. Ghost and not tell me things and, you know, disinclude me from shit. But when I read the room and give you the space you're asking for, then the friendship is over and we're done, right? Then it's my fault. I backed off. I, I, and I made it to where that person felt like they had to end things, right? It was my fault. And I think that's real convenient. Um, I am the type of person that when there's a problem, which you know, this, there's an issue. I want to, let's fucking talk about it. I want to address it. I want to hit it head on. I can't, my favorite saying, I can't fix things I don't know about, right? I can't fix a problem. I don't know about it's my favorite fucking saying. So if there's a fucking problem, And we've been friends for 20 plus years. Don't you think you'd have said, bitch, what is going on with you? You Mm -hmm. ain't talked to me in two weeks. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you have said like, what the fuck over, right? Mm -hmm. You would have said something to me. You wouldn't have just let me disappear. I don't even let you disappear for more than 24 hours. Okay. I'm like, hello, hooker. Are you dead? Like, I I do not let you disappear. She went from like (laughs) 3 p.m. until like 7 p.m. She's like, is this, is this one of those times where you act like you're dead or something like that. I go, ma'am, that was actually the day that I was hanging out with them. And yeah. so I was like, well, one, I was driving when you text the first time and then I was at their house until just this moment. So no, I just was busy. <laughs> there are times where I, I do like, when it comes to the, like when it comes to the weekends, it's kind of like, I just kind of like throw my phone off to the side and ignore yeah. it. Cause Which I know when they're allowed to do, yeah, but I've so. asked her to please, let me know when she's going to enter recluse mode so that I'm not Mm -hmm. like, bitch, are you alive? Calling Scott, calling her mother. Like I will blow up everybody's (laughs) phone if I don't hear from her. So like, it's not, I don't play games with this woman. If I don't hear from her, it's like, bitch, are you dead? Right? Mm -hmm. So like, I'm not, I'm not here for the bullshit of like, well, it's all your fault. Like, no. It's not all my fault. There's been shit that's gone on on both sides of the fence that I'm sure there's apologizing in place for. But, like, if you don't bring it up that you're upset, I'm not going to push that fucking issue with you. 
I don't and know. Also, it's don't also like me. we're like natural problem solvers. It's like correct, like you said, you can't fix what you know you don't know about. But it's also like I don't. How do I how, how do I phrase this? Because my brain is trying to leak out my out of my out of my ears. Yeah, um, I know we're probably running up on time. So yeah, so it's 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 like okay, so I'm willing to fix this, but you need to meet me halfway. Correct. So or even like. I just, just try a little bit because it's like constantly having to reach out to someone for just anything is exhausting. And I get right. like, I get it to where like I get being at the point where you feel like you can't talk to anybody. But all you have to say is, and like, I know she said this. I know she's like, I, I don't have it in me to say about it, but you can't just keep kicking the can down the road and then right. getting upset when the person tries to pick up the can down the road that you kicked mm -hmm. and you're mad at it now, like you're mad, right. like, why? like, well, how dare you do, like, how dare you try to do this now? Like I've been trying, like, ma'am, you're the one pushing the, the situation further right. and further away. I'm just letting you do it. Like if yeah. you're telling me that you don't want to communicate Am I supposed to set like a calendar reminder every week to like, check up on you? But then th at that point, that would annoy you. Like, it's right. like a no win situation because it's like either. Exactly. That's how I felt. It's like if I keep pushing, they're going to get irritated, right? And they're going to back off even further. And then it's a fight. But if I apparently me backing off like they asked was also not what they wanted either. And I feel like that's if I can look back, like hindsight being 2020. Anytime there's been like we haven't fought very much, but like anytime there's been like a disagreement or an issue, it's a big, huge blow up and we don't speak. Right. And that person will dump everything I've ever done wrong. And then into one long me message. Right. Yeah. And then cut me off. And it's like, obviously, you've been thinking about a lot of things, a lot of things I've been doing or saying have been bothering you. So it's like, instead of waiting until you literally can't take it anymore, and you're so pissed, you could kill me to say something. Could you just fucking tell me when I've upset you? And then we can talk about it. And then we can move on. Like, I don't, that's how you resolve shit as an adult. You fucking talk about it. And I'm sorry, that at almost 34 years old, I am in a time in my life where I am incredibly fucking busy. I have an entire myriad of shit that I am responsible for, on top of which I am fucking neurodivergent. I only have so many goddamn spoons in a day. I didn't see this person checking up on me all the fucking time. So God forbid a couple of times you've texted after weeks of not hearing from you and have been like pissed because I didn't get back to you right away. You know what I mean? Like I can't. I will not and cannot be everything to everybody all the time. And I'm curious if like part of it, part of them feeling the way they felt was that it's like you and I have time to do this. So why don't you have time to call and talk to me or text me or whatever? And like for that part, I can understand and, and apologize. But like, I am also a human and I was going through a lot of my own shit at the same time and trying to navigate all of these relationships and all these responsibilities and at some point, the ball's going to get dropped, right? At some point, I can't do everything all the time. But there was, going back to that word, grace, there's no fucking grace for me when it happens. None whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Forget about all the many times I could fucking f think of where massive grace was given to this person for how they've treated me, what they've said to me over the 
20 plus years we've been together as friends, not together, but you know, like 20 plus years we've been friends. Zero for me. Fucking zero. Mm-hmm. I mess up, I'm done. And it's like, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I'm sure it's something that person needs to work through on their own time. And I hope that they do. But like, I, it, that is volatile. That is not trustworthy. That is not a safe relationship to be in. If every time I mess up, I'm cut off. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I do think, like you said, that people pleasing thing, like I can think back on the 20 plus years we were friends and the fact that we didn't fight very much was mainly because a lot of times when I felt that person did something that was shitty, I didn't want to pick the fight. Them. Yeah, you knew, or you just yeah. for, like instantly forgave them. Because I knew that if, you know, the track record, if I picked the fight, I'm cut off. So right. it's like, and I didn't want to lose that person because they meant everything to me. And I didn't want to lose that person. So I didn't pick the fight. And it's like, but on top of not picking the fight, it's not that I was, I wasn't holding I chose to just forgive and move on. It's not about like, I didn't pick the fight and then I held on to that for the rest of our friendship together. And every time they made me even more mad, I added it on top of the fucking pile until I blew up on them and ended it on them. Like, this is 20 plus years. And I've never been like, we're done being friends. Mm -hmm. Never once in 20 plus years have I looked at that person and said, fuck you, I'm done. Right? But they've done it to me now twice. So it's, it's really frustrating. So I'm, I'm just saying, I get it. I don't want to make this about me. I'm just saying I get it. Um, but I do feel like it's about that time. Unless you have anything else you would like to add, ma'am. I do think we should probably wrap it up. Um, no, I think I said my piece multiple times. It's just, like I said, if we just, um, our brains just work differently and I mean obviously everyone's brains works differently but it's it's the point of like being able to let things go just is either like letting that sort of thing go is hard but then letting letting go of relationship is hard for us too because it's like well this person was treating me like this but I can't let the relationship go because it's like I won't have anything else right like like you said like I I've briefly talked about this where I had a a friend who that was a neighbor, you know, since 10 years old. And I went to uh, another neighbor's house, another friend, and they were putting a pool in their yard and said a bunch of dirt piles. And I went and hang out with them and they literally rubbed dirt and crumbled dirt on my head and in my hair. And I still remained friends with them because it's like, well, if I get mad or if I try to speak up for myself, I will basically lose that you know friendship like friendship quote-unquote friendship and so it's like I won't have anyone else like these are people that are my neighbors and if I lose them then I won't have anyone to hang out with I won't have people at school to hang out with so that's the whole like I said staying in like abusive relationships like I said I don't know obviously what I would do in this relation like a situation like that I would hope that I would like not put up with it but it's also like I my track record released with friends it's like, what would I, what would I go through to keep someone in my life? So that sort of thing. So I think we get each other in that sort of respect. Yeah. And like I told you the other day, I cut a bitch for you. Mm-hmm. And I sent so, you that thing. It's like, I bear, I help my friend bury a body, you know? That's right. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have ADHD, she... but we'll just forget where it is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm, she is my ride or die bitch. She just never, mm-hmm. what is it? She never steers me wrong without my permission. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, do you want me to tell you the truth or do you want to go to Duluthville? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love it. But yeah, like, mm-hmm. I feel like you really are like the only friend. Like, yeah, there's been periods of time where we like, we've gotten in one fight, uh, but it was like when I was in Duluthville and it was like my fault for being ridiculous. And yeah, I feel like- I, I can think of one. I don't know if we're thinking about the same one, but I'm thinking of like one. And I, it ended up with me, like I was sit, I was in like at Walmart and we were in the middle of our conversation, like texting. Yeah. And I start crying. And this lady, I, apparently I looks, I was trying to, I was trying to hold it in. And this lady, this older lady in the aisle, she's like, is everything okay, dear? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm just trying to think of the, what chips I want to buy. Like Aww. as I'm tears in my eyes. <laughs> like that yeah it's like it's like i'm sure it's okay oh my gosh yeah i was i we've touched on this i was not always the most gentle human in the world okay i used to be quite the ridiculous human um still can be sometimes but there's definitely been times where you and i have have stopped talking for a little while but not because not maliciously like Like, not yeah not maliciously like it's just we were living our own lives because we're two fucking adults who understand that like yes we try to check up on each other or whatever and we obviously right. we talk more now than we did before because of the show but it's also like even before that it's like we could go at least a month or two without yeah. talking and it's and we would just like hey how's it going like we yeah. just like oh my god i'm sorry i forgot the world existed other than what i was doing in my own life how are you are you alive what mm-hmm. is life mm-hmm. and there was never like a fuck you bitch where have you been do you know what i mean like it's just be like yeah me too sorry you know like and it just is what it is but I mean, fuck, like with Scott, the first time I had really had a lot of conversation with him in fucking years was what, right before the wedding. And it's like, we just picked up like I hadn't not talked to him in fucking a year. Do you know what I mean? It's like, there's, mm-hmm. we're adults. Like, is that ideal that that happens? Do I want that to be the case with the people that I love? No, but like, sometimes that fucking happens and you can't help it. And the peep that the test is like, will these people the people who will accept you back with no questions asked after you know you just accidentally dropped off the fucking face of the earth are the people who really know who you are because those people aren't thinking the worst of you right Mm -hmm. i've been thinking about this for a long time too which maybe this could be its own episode but like i'm tired of associating with people who automatically think the worst of me off bat Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like anything I say and do is automatically viewed in a certain lens of negative. And I feel like I've had a lot of experience with that too. So maybe we'll talk about that. Maybe this will be like a part two kind -hmm. of thing. Maybe we'll talk about that next time where it's like how most things that neurodivergent people or autistic people, how they're, how they're perceived is almost immediately questioned or in a negative light because of maybe a an interaction with a neurotypical that was misunderstood right like Mm -hmm. one instance of misunderstanding now coats you in this negative light that you will never never get away from but okay let's wrap it up let's let's Mm -hmm. roll the roll the credits um if you are sticking around jeremy is just on the other side of the transition here in just a second let me spit out all of the things and all the places people can find us so all Everywhere socials are platformed, our 
social media handle is the same. It's at the NDC podcast. So T-H-E-N-D-C podcast. Everywhere socials are platformed. We have a Twitter. We have an Instagram. We have a Facebook. We have a Discord. We have, what else? I think YouTube? I signed us up for, yeah, YouTube. Um, we have an email as well. If you'd like to be on the show, if you'd like to talk to us in a long form, you know, way, um, any of that jazz, send us an email uh, at the NDC podcast at gmail.com. So you can do that there. Everything's linked in the show notes as always. Um, please, I'm going to get it posted tonight because I think I've finished the thing. I'm going to get posted tonight. The meme shelf. I'm going to pin a post to our Facebook page. Only the Facebook page because something already exists on Discord. And for whatever reason, you people won't fucking go over there. It's fine. That's so just our personal hangout space with Ray and now Micah. So, which is Ray's <laughs> partner. That's our personal hangout space over there with them. Since y'all don't want to come hang out with us, it's fine. Um, Facebook will be pinned the meme shelf. Please add your neurodivergent memes to the meme shelf. I do not want to do a neurodivergent meme review with a half-ass empty meme shelf. Ray is carrying the fucking meme review right now, okay? <laughs> Don't make them work alone. They need your assistance, okay? Please put some shit on the meme shelf. How you do that is you go to the pinned post and you comment with a meme, okay? Comment your favorite memes on the pinned post. Or you can put them in the Discord if you want to come hang out. But y'all ain't doing that. So Facebook it is. Add your memes to the meme shelf. Episode 50, 50, coming up in exactly eight weeks. At the time you're hearing this, it'll be exactly eight weeks. Go do that so we can have that meme review. I'm thinking might also do it live. <laughs> might stream it live. And then we'll have a playback. Do it right. Just fucking do it live. Sorry. Yeah, I think we're going to do it live. We'll stream it. But anyway, please go put some shit on the meme shelf. Apart from that, I don't think I'm leaving anything out. We've plugged all the socials, the email, and the meme shelf. Did you see what animals uh, I am? Not yet, but we will do that after Jeremy. This that's okay. that is for the people who stick around for Jeremy. No, I'm sorry, okay. but if y'all do not want to stick around for Jeremy, you do not get the anonymous animals either. Okay, if you want anonymous animals and Jeremy, you have to stick around after we cut it. So if you're not sticking around, thank you for listening. As always. Uh, and we will see you next Thursday. Let's hit the credits. All right, folks, we're back. Um, we're gonna go through the animals because we have a delight. Mm -hmm. Two are two of a delight, but we finally, I feel like this is a momentous thing. Here on episode 40, Amanda has finally gotten the option to be a squirrel! Yay! <laughs> the ADHD Neurodivergent Podcast finally got the squirrel option. Also, 
in our AI story document, she has the option to be a narwhal. Narwhal, Bye. narwhal. Narwhal. Bye, buddy. Hope you fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think of when I think of narwhals. Okay, so I'm assuming you're going to choose. Yes. Um, oh, I really like narwhals, but the squirrel is just iconic, you know? That's like yeah. our mascot. So I guess I'll go with that. Okay. Yeah, we got we got a squirrel. It's the gift from the from the podcast gods gave us a squirrel. So yeah, I, th- I think we must we must go with squirrel. Okay. Amanda's a squirrel. Mm-hmm. Squirrel. And we're on episode 42. Yep. Okay, and I'm reading Jeremy this time, so allow me to uh pull it up. <sighs> okay. Is everybody ready to go? Just a quick little recap. God damn it. Um Quick little recap from last week. Um, Sympathy's lost her goddamn marbles. Mm-hmm. She's evil now. She is now the cynic princess of evil. Uh, there's a new character. Her name is Velvet. She's a black cat. Black Velvet, as we like to refer to her. Um, for whatever reason, she was sent on a mission to find Sympathy. We don't yet know why. Uh, and we won't found, find out this week either. But upon meeting Velvet, Jeremy literally had a meet cute with her, ran into her, fell in fucking love, love at first sight. Like, have you ever seen Once Upon a Time? It's like that whole thing, right? Like how how charming and what's her nuts met, like that whole thing, right? Oh, it's um, yeah, just no white character, or whatever the fucker. No, not Enchanted. The um, like Once Upon a Time for the the TV show. How uh-huh, how yes. the prince charming and whatever the fuck her name was Snow Snow, Snow White. White yeah Snow White met so yeah so that it's like that right they ran into each other was a cute little tumbly tumbly thingy right she's a bitch she's like fuck you I don't need you I don't need no man right I can do it myself my badass beach right so she's playing the hard to get and Jeremy's like huh like obsessed right so like tongue hanging out of mouth Google eyes can't focus. So it fits and sympathy tries to kill her and everyone's Finnegan fainted because go figure and everyone's running. They're fucking running. Okay. And that's where we cut it off. They run in they ass off. So here we go. We're finna get in to this week's episode. Here we go. This is the prompt that I gave the AI. I did help it quite a bit, but it contributed way more this time than it did last time. Last time was like 100% me. Okay, here we go. Up this way, there's a cave we can hide in. She'll never find us there, Velvet said. Jeremy, Finnegan, and Binky ran as fast as they could behind Velvet. Sympathy was still trailing them, but they had entered a dense forest and she could not see exactly which way the group had gone. Okay, this is where the AI takes over. Sympathy gave chase for a time, but after losing several trails, soon gave up and returned to the camp. Which is wrong from here on out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because actually, she never returned to the camp. Here we go. Where the hell did she go? Jeremy snapped. I don't know, but we have to move, said Finnegan. She could have gone anywhere, Binky said. Move faster, Velvet ordered. Of course she did. (laughs) The group ran on, racing through the woods. Sympathy kept on, on their trail, but she's supposed to be at the camp, but she's on their trail. Okay, it's fine. Velvet, Jeremy, and Binky were all panting from their running. They reached a cliff on the edge of of the forest where... And were caught by surprise. Sympathy leaped over the cliff and came up behind them. They were frozen with only a moment to react. The night was still, and the only sound was the screeching of Sympathy, snarling in the distance. 
this is very cinematic. Like you could picture this going down. Like I have, I have this visual in my brain of like her like, like majestic fucking horse jump over a cliff, right? And then like sliding in front of them. Nay, bitches, nay. Like I'm right I just here. Think right? Like, I, Smith, just I think a Max Smith. I think a from Tangled. Where him yes, just yes. Like and then just like stopping and like fucking <clears throat> get you, bitch. Right? I can just see it. And then, so here we go. Run, Binky screamed. They ran down the cliffside, their legs burning. The moon hung low in the sky, and the forest was quiet, except for the scream of sympathy in the distance. They were nearly to the bottom when Binky tripped. Fucking of course he did, because someone got to fall when you're running. Somebody do. The others barely managed to keep from falling over him as they reached the bottom. So they were like, fuck you, I'm out. We ain't picking you up. They looked back at the edge of the cliff. The moonlight was reflected off a pair of eyes. Two red eyes stared at them. Thankfully, it was just two. Look, she's coming, Binky screamed. They dashed up the hill, a devilish laugh echoing behind them. They ran to the riverbank and drew weapons. They waited for Sympathy to reach the riverbank. She appeared, snarling, ready to sink her teeth into Binky's neck. Binky stood his ground. This is where I had to fucking intervene, okay? Because at this point, Sympathy turned into a goddamn vampire, jumped at Binky, bit him in the fucking neck, and the AI literally said that his blood nourished her as she chewed on him. It was disgusting. Then Jeremy trying to jump in and be like, I won't let you do this to Binky. Well, she already done fucking did it to Binky. So it made no fucking sense. Yeah. And it no was, me gusta. No me gusta. It was murderous and weird and not following any sort of plot line. And it wouldn't have been funny. It would have just been gross. So I had to highly edit this last bit so here we go with nowhere to go but across the river binky turned to face sympathy and yelled sympathy stop this isn't you we're your friends sympathy laughed i am far more powerful than you my army is stronger my people are stronger i can kill you and i will I have then we have a we matter have a of pride <laughs> do what i said i i have an army we have a hulk <laughs> Yeah, that's right. We have a Hulk. Exactly. We have a Hulk, bitch. We have a Jeremy. Fuck off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we have a matter of pride. I can defeat you, Binky replied. Then we have a matter of concern, Sympathy said. It's your choice, Binky said. Get it, Binky. Get mm -hmm. it. Stand in your fucking, your little tiny ass stand in your ground. You get him, Binky. Go, Binky. The sky began to grow darker. A menacing storm began to form above them. The moonlight began to fade, but the light from the moon gave them enough light to see their enemy. That was a very strange sentence. <laughs> Who is that? Finnegan asked. <laughs> Fucking Finnegan. I can't. This part I did not do. This part was all AI, okay? Well, no, I lied. The next sentence was not AI, and then the rest of it, like, sort of is half and half. The who's, who is that is, is all Finnegan. It's all AI. Did you hit your head when you fainted or something? That's sympathy. You know the reason we've been running this whole time? Jeremy replied. She is powerful, Finnegan said. You think? Binky said sarcastically. You have no idea, Jeremy replied. The moon slowly dropped behind a large cloud. What are you waiting for? Fight me, Sympathy shouted. Sympathy lunged forward, but just before she reached Binky, a nearby tree was struck by lightning and fell between them. Velvet screamed, now is our chance, let's go. As the friends ran for the cave, they could hear Sympathy in the distance. Not good enough. A tree may have bought you time, but I will find you. To be continued. <laughs> Yay. Yay.
That was Jeremy. Stop with the goddamn it, Amanda. <laughs> just saw your emoji. I did one. <laughs> just one. I had that. I know. <laughs> so yeah so um that that's uh chronicles of jeremy this week i like i said i did help it but uh a lot of the funnier bits was a the who's that <laughs> that was ai <laughs> i was like oh we're going with it we're going with that fucking finnegan man he's a joke but it's fine okay <sighs> god i forgot to bring my charger over here and my shit's dying so we gotta get going mm-hmm. we gotta go got well it. Gotta get up, gotta go. get going, gonna go see a friend Got him, yeah, gonna yeah. see a friend, see a friend. mine. <laughs> he's fun and he's fuzzy, I love him because he's just Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh Bear. No copyright of Disney, it's fine. Chasing some honeybees, no, no copyright. Bear, no copyright. I gotta no copyright. Gotta talk so they don't copyright us. <laughs> it's me and it's you and silly old Winnie the Stop. Pooh Bear. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I love it. Yep, I'm singing, so it's time to be done. Yep, ADHD has really kicked in. The guys' meds are wearing off. I'm in a store and I'm singing. <laughs> There's no singing in the North Pole. Yes, there is. <laughs> All right, we're done. Goodbye. I love you. Bye. I love you too. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> that one's good. A narwhal. And narwhal. A squirrel. A narwhal and a squirrel. We finally got a squirrel. Oh, it's gonna be a hard I choice. Love that. I love that. Okay, okay, okay.